Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Dr. Viviana pays each one of our couples a visit to talk about communication, and then they all got... Shut up. Oh my gosh, you're embarrassing yourself. You're embarrassing our audience. Will you just give me five minutes? This is the Marriott at First Sight After Show. Stay tuned. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Yeah, I mean, guys, I was going to finish the intro, but then I was told to shut up, so I I don't even know what's going on. What is up? Lanisha, I'm back. You're back. I I can't believe you're back. Oh, Oh my my gosh. You did such a good job. What is up, everybody? It is Wednesday, which means it's the Married at First Sight After Show right here on AfterBuzz TV. I am your host, Mike Feeling. But guys, you know I don't do this show alone. She has been holding it down by herself for the past two weeks. To my left is your girl, Lanisha. Hey, what's up, you guys? Oh, my gosh, Mike. I'm so happy you back. Oh, well, thank you. I missed you. Oh, I missed you, too. How was it? You did a great job. Oh, so much drama that I just wanted to just get off my chest with you, though, too. I mean, all the fans love you, but you, of course, weren't alone, just like we are not, because we have got in the booth. Producer Jonathan, what up, dude? What's up? How you guys doing? Chilling, man. Chilling, man. Guys, so happy you guys have joined us. We see all of you guys in the chat. Kimberly G, Mr. Oliwoda, of course, AM Stevie. What is up, guys? We love seeing you. Put all your comments in here. We want to talk to you. We want to chat. Of course, we're going to go through today's entire episode. We're going to go like, you know how we do, couple by couple by couple. And then at the end, of course, our special segment, we are going to rate these couples because we keep going. Spoiler alert, everybody's going down because this is terrible, <laughs> terrible couples. First, though, Lanisha, tell me what you thought today overall of the episode. I feel like you're right. Same old, same old with these couples. It's like not even a shocker anymore <laughs> with these arguments. Not even. And again, they are just lying to themselves. Yep. Each and every one of them just lying. Well, except for one. I'm still team Deanna and Greg, even though they had like that one little issue that I hope they work out. But <sighs> that's just lies. I mean- it's basically been the story of the season so far. Every couple doing terrible and Deanna and Greg just getting better and better and better. That's why, mm-hmm. quite honestly, just like we were talking about when we were watching the episode, their segments are so short. <laughs> Nothing happens. Sorry, I burped there right quick. <laughs> Nothing happens and their segments are so short because it's like yeah. watching a really good relationship develop. Not a lot of drama. They don't really put a lot of it on TV. <laughs> therefore, it's not that interesting, right? So right off the bat, Speaking of which, let's talk about them because they are, again, the least interesting couple because they're doing the best. There's not that much to talk about. That's reality TV for y'all. It's true. I think they're fantastic. They have a little cookie cake, which is always scrumptious and sugary. And they talk a little bit about why they were matched. And he says, you know, you, excuse me, she says that he challenges her. He says that she gets him out of his comfort zone. And then they get into this little weird squabble over him mansplaining. Mm. Did you think this was actually an issue? Because personally, I thought the show was really reaching for something, some kind of drama to talk about them. And it was really just a dumb... I said, I even said this to you when we were watching it. If this was me and my wife, she would go, would you stop and let me talk? And she would say the things she wanted to say. 
not a big deal. Like, this is not, like, a crazy drama. This is not Elizabeth and Jamie, like, throwing tables and stuff. Did you think this was overblown? No. I, I feel like... Okay. I, feel, I feel where Deanna was coming from. I mean, she wasn't overblown like Elizabeth. Like, you know... <laughs> now, that was over. That was overdone. But um, I feel like, hey, she she's trying to talk, and here you keep on interrupting her. And I saw, I saw that a couple of times with them. Like, he kept wanting to interrupt her because he wanted the question so bad right and i'm just like greg will you just stop pushing for it stop asking so many questions and let her at least answer one right 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 like let her a, speak. Li- a little bit much yeah he was talking over a little bit much but i just thought the show made it a little bit overblown and then of mm. course with all of our couples dr viviana comes in to show them some awkward video which is <laughs> always fun in a brand new relationship <laughs> Awkward video of things that they've done in the past. I would really cringe to see any of the like little stupid fights my wife and I have gotten into. I don't want to see replays of those uh-uh. at all. Especially if they've only been in a relationship for basically six weeks. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Right? Around five and a half weeks they are right now. Yeah. And for them, it was the video of the same episode, which is really funny. Again, they have nothing, no kind of drama drama. for the two of them. So they're like, yeah, remember yesterday? This is kind of bad thing happened. Again, not that bad. And I actually liked his answer. Essentially, Greg said that he was both protecting himself because the the Mm -hmm. question that caused the drama was how are we different? How are we not how are yeah. we different from each other? Yeah, you got right? it. How are we different from each other? But he wanted to turn it into a positive light of how are mm-hmm. we different from each other and how that complements each other. Of course, it kind of spiraled out of control. Um, and he was that's basically because he kept interrupting. That's exactly yeah. right. He, was, he wanted to protect himself from mm-hmm. hearing something negative, but also protect the relationship because he realized that. I think taking in the wrong context mm-hmm. and not putting a way of complimenting each other could sound like a real negative about the whole relationship. I, yeah. And I, I appreciated that answer. Yeah. I mean, I love that. I loved how he explained it. But during the time, it's like, okay, you did your protection or, or whatever, but you don't need to keep on asking it. At some point, it becomes annoying. And it does become irritating. So I did get her side of that perspective because I wouldn't want anyone interrupting me that time. But you're right. I probably would have been like your wife, like, boy, will you let me talk? <laughs> yeah, she just say like, shut up, Mike. Or I would probably like put my hand on the mouth be like, shush. Yeah, exactly. I get what you're saying. This is my answer. And then honestly, that I think can be turned into a really cute thing. Mm-hmm. If you if you put your hand on me like, shh, stop. Like, yeah. it can be cute. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm talking over you. But yeah. it doesn't have to be such a big deal. Friends in the chat... TM, I think she's trying to control public perception of her and family is watching. I believe that's in reference to Deanna. And that's a really good observation. Brittany agrees. Natasha agrees. And quite honestly, they should all be doing that because this is all being broadcast. And, you know, you're not on MTV's The Challenge. You're not one of these career reality TV personalities where they almost have a completely different persona on TV and off. Mm. For these guys, it's almost always one show and done, unless they go on to Happily Ever After. And in that sense, mm-hmm. yeah, you really want to control how you look, because that's just going to be you for the whole time. Pretty much. 
But I don't feel like she was... I feel like she, she handled it perfectly fine. A lot mm-hmm. of people are, are immediately jumping to Iris and Keith. Guys, we are going to get there. I promise. Oh, that's probably <laughs> what they're talking the, about. Are the very much more interesting couples to talk about the rest of them. Before that... <laughs> Lanisha's been holding it down while I'm away. You guys have been supporting us so much. Lanisha, how else can they support us? Because these people, everybody, all of our friends watching, you guys are our extended panel. There's a couple things they can do to help us out. Honestly, you guys have been really helping me out, you guys. Thank you guys for commenting in the chat. Continue on doing that, you guys. But... We really want to thank you guys for making us the ESPN of TV Talk. Another way you guys can help us out is you see that little subscribe button? Go ahead and push it. And if you're listening on iTunes, feel free to give us a five-star rating. And, yeah, just keep on commenting, you guys. Bring it on. You guys rock. We love seeing you each and every week out here in the chat with us because we love talking about this show. <laughs> Mr. Oliwada, always in here. What is up, man? Says, yeah. my wife hits me with a look. I know that look, my friend. I've been on the <laughs> receiving end of that look. So, <laughs> yeah. Let's switch right over to some people who need to do more than just look at each other. Matt and Amber. <laughs> okay. So, oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. You know what? I left something out really big. I'm so sorry. The whole episode ended with what might be the best thing that any of these couples have ever done for each other. Greg planning this great surprise birthday for Deanna. I thought that was super sweet. Top golf. She loves golf. And then to make the surprise on an even bigger level, brought in all her family. I just, I just thought, I mean, super props, right? There's nothing else to say, but a great, great surprise. Less production, more so from him in his heart. So I love that. Yeah, really thoughtful thoughtful. because he knows she really likes that, Mm -hmm. and. The whole thing with them, I know we, we stopped with this couple, but the whole <laughs> thing with her, for him, was getting her to open up more, break down some walls. That's why they had that little fight when they went to the hometown, and he tried to really question her about that one past relationship 10 years ago. Yeah. And I think it's going to behoove him to continue down this line, because really listening to her and knowing that she loves golf and the family thing, this is, this is a perfect surprise. And I think it's going to allow her to open up even more, knowing that he's yeah. so receptive and listening. I feel like she's really putting in the work. I just want him to just, you know, cool it a little bit. You know, don't be so aggressive with the questions. It's okay, okay. to ask questions, okay. but don't be so aggressive with it, because it's like, dang, can I finish the strawberry? Yeah, she was being a little pushy. Nancy Coffin in the chat. I hope you watch Unfiltered, guys. Matt was brutally honest on how he feels about Amber. We didn't because Mm. we don't have time on how we watch and then come live immediately. So let's talk about Matt and Amber. And then, Nancy, if you don't mind, why don't you put in the chat? Get ready to hit enter. And then Ah. give us some spoilers on what they said on Unfiltered because that would be really interesting. Real quick, AM says, Mike, they knew what they signed up for, but I think the couples bashing each other and not listening to each other doesn't make their perceptions any better. I Mm. completely agree. TM is already writing it. Okay, hang on, guys. (laughs) I'm going to keep it. I completely agree. And you guys know if you've watched me across shows, I'm the biggest advocate of these people know what they signed up for. They know the cameras are going to be in their face. However, that doesn't take away from the fact just like we saw last season with uh, Steph hey, and AJ, oh, oh, they Steph know what they signed mm-hmm. up for, but that man was just not ready to have a camera in his face 24-7. He didn't really get what he was signing. I think that's what a lot of the crazy came from. Let's not revisit mm. that. I've been lambasted for <laughs> defending AJ to some extent. Okay. Matt and Amber. Okay. Cool move. Trying to be friends with all the couples, inviting them to the NASCAR date. Extremely backfired because... Okay. 
of the simple <laughs> fact that you invited Elizabeth and Jamie, and they're just not so. So we're going to talk about that in its own thing, because that's essentially the only takeaway from the NASCAR event. But Dr. Viviana comes over. Yeah. Right? And essentially, Matt said, we try to take your guys' advice, slow down a little bit, improve our communication... But, of course, Dr. Viviana is all about the bump and grind because that's her thing. And she was very taken aback that they stopped having sex and essentially Mm. saying that, okay, you're improving your communication. But by taking away the physical intimacy completely, that could just give you a new hurdle to overcome at that point. Yeah, like you guys, I was playing Blues Clues again, looking at body, <laughs> looking at body language and all. Now, was it really both their idea, or was it Matt's idea? Because yeah, yeah. Matt was answering a lot for her, and just by Amber's body language, it was just kind of like, yeah, we we both agreed to not have sex. Yeah, right. we both agreed not to kiss each. Amber, from you jumping all over Matt, even when he does wrong, you really were the one to stop it. Really? Well, look, we know from the beginning that she has been way more into this relationship than he has. A hundred percent. And Matt is really, really tough to read. He's super monotone. He doesn't show a lot of emotion, no matter what the situation is. So he gives off a somewhat disinterested vibe for me, especially with the going out with the friends, with what everybody has seen in the previews and what you guys have posted to us and things like that of potentially he's the one cheating. We know it's it's got to be coming in the next couple (laughs) weeks. This big bombshell we've seen in the previews. He just seems, like we said, disinterested. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I applaud them for saying, let's pump the brakes for a second. And if... If they're actually honest about wanting to have a marriage out of this, saying, let's make sure this relationship is not just sexual, is not just physical, and we actually do like each other. I understand where they're coming from from that, mm-hmm. but again, cutting it off completely. They, I'll say, so let's say they didn't just cut off sex completely, right. but all intimacy, all touching, all Kissing, cuddling, and all things hugging. like that. If you want to cut out actual intercourse, Okay, but not having the physicality, you're becoming Keith and Iris, then you're just really friend zoning. You can have all of it at the same time while just slowing down a little bit in all aspects, right? Absolutely. And at this point, then if they cut off even the kissing and everything, Iris is getting more play than than they are. And I honestly, I really think that Matt just doesn't want to be in this and I did watch a little bit of Unfilter, um, not this one, but I've watched a couple of them. And even the other guys are starting to agree and see that Matt's not into Amber like that. And Matt's really showing like a I don't care now type, especially when Amber's like into this and you'd be like, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so all that being said, let's go to the spoilers because our friends in the chat Ooh, are hooking spoil, it up. So TM it. says, Matt said on Unfiltered. That Amber's personality annoys him. Not a good thing in a wife. Not healthy for a relationship and a marriage. The way he talks about her, the essence of who she is, seems to be a problem. You can't come back from that. You can't. Do you, can you come back from that? No. <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing they didn't end up together. <laughs> Nancy says, he said her personality gets on his nerves. Matt and a- AM says Matt and Amber need to cut their losses and move on. I mean, so you just didn't feel like coming home because your wife asked you for a second and whining so much you can't tell her. If it- yeah. Yeah. Her personality gets on his nerves. You could see that. No one pers- no one's personality changes that much over the course of their life once you become an adult. Mm. You would have to go through. So it's not impossible. 
maybe some major life change. Oftentimes, I think some major tragedy or something like that, some big awakening. Mm -hmm. But in general, at a base, (laughs) if you're saying, I don't like her personality, that doesn't make for a relationship. That barely makes, I don't even know if that makes for a friendship, let alone a marriage, right? Yeah, like, but he totally, you could totally tell through Matt. He didn't even have to go on unfiltered to say that. Like, whenever Amber is talking and all of all, all over him, Matt's facial expression shows, uh, okay, can we move on? Can we be done? Okay, camera's off now. You know, Rebecca in the chat, great question. Why did Matt sign up for this show? Right, especially if he wanted to be a bachelor. Amen to that. (laughs) I mean, guys in the chat, what do you think? Why did Matt sign up for this show? Is there any inkling that we're getting that, I mean... Money. Is it some kind of publicity for uh, basketball stuff's not working out? Is Is somewhat of a publicity a way for him to get on another team? I don't know if that's even how that kind of stuff would work or if that's kind of what he was thinking or whatever, but... He just doesn't seem into being married. And I think she does 100%. Yeah. Again, I wanted to shake her last episode. I just wanted her to leave and be done. You had an out, Amber, and now you got to be stuck with this. TM and Kimberly (laughs) say to jumpstart his mobile card detailing business. There you go. Get that money and start that business. (laughs) I guess probably not. (laughs) Are you the guy that was terrible to his wife? My okay. car needs to get cleaned, I guess. I don't know. I'm your number one client. <laughs> I guess. Kimberly says, build oh, a social awful. media platform and start making those ads. Not if you come off looking terrible. Awful. You, you know how many people lose ad sponsorships and things like that for doing barely anything? This guy looks like a jerk. He's coming off as a jerk. Uh, He's not going to get that sponsorship money. Oh, my gosh. I don't think anyone's a fan of Matt. And if you are, oh, my gosh, let me find you. The dude needs, he's got a lot to turn around. He's got a lot to turn around. So then they go to his childhood home, which was uninteresting. Look, Mm. we don't know about family dynamics and complete respect to the families because they didn't sign up for this show. (laughs) Of course, you know, (laughs) respect for the families. I understand we don't know the exact situation. I will say, though, and guys, tell us what you think in the chat. Everybody thinks this is car detailing. But is this like a big thing <laughs> I, that I, I don't know about? Is. is this Lifetime show about to pop off your entrepreneurial endeavors? All right. I don't. So, OK, we don't know the exact story of what happened, but I do find it odd that he completely stopped speaking to his entire family because his parents got divorced. Your yeah, whole there's more family, to the story. There's got to be something else that doesn't make sense because look, there's a number of scenarios that I could easily find out. You go, both my parents are being idiots, okay? Mm-hmm. And you go talk to your sister, who he said he was very close with. Or my mom went psycho. You stay on your dad's side. My dad fooled around on my mom, whatever. You go on your mom's side. But to stop communication with everybody, there's got to be more there, right? That doesn't make sense, right, guys? Definitely. And this is one of the reasons why I thought that I was saying to you earlier, Mike, that I think that Amber is lying to herself because she was saying in the her own little interview, oh, I think Matt is actually opening up. He's being more vulnerable with me. What did he tell you? Did I miss something? Was something edited out? Because I, 
I didn't hear him say that much except for his sister's situation. It's and weird. him being chubby. And in the chat, G. Rochelle Alexander says on Unfiltered, Matt even said he didn't care that he looked bad when he disappeared. Ooh. So that's not helping the car detailing Ooh. business if that was the motive. But what what is going through this guy's mind? I really want to know for real. <laughs> I have no that? idea. He clearly, like it shows on the show, like he does not care and he does not care to share. There's with something Amber. weird going on. There's something extra going on that yeah. he's not willing to share with. Especially he, with the sister, because Amber was digging at that. Like, so what happened? Yeah. He's like, no, no, I don't want to talk about yeah. it. So I was like, there is something that went on with his sister yeah. in, throughout this divorce thing happening. Guys, I feel like it's tinfoil hat time. Mm. Matt's parents aren't divorced. Everything's fine. Mm. They have no idea what's going on. Mm. Oh. <laughs> I mean, come on. Oh. Could that be it? Everything's fine. And then somehow they watch the show and they're like, what? What the hell is Matt doing? Mike, if I find this out. <laughs> maybe, maybe. That's Jonathan is on point with the sound okay. effects tonight. What if they all like live overseas or somewhere where this doesn't broadcast and he's just got like this weird story he's making up? Come on. <laughs> The Twilight Mike, Zone is the bomb. If I find Good this throwback. out, that his amazing. family is perfectly fine and that he's just... They are, like, just having... A, this. They're fine. Like, they're up in the Poconos, like, having a vacation or something. And Matt is like, I just I just can't. I, just, I hate a relationship, a divorce. They're like, what? What are you talking about? Maybe he's... Man, what if Matt is just psycho? If he's what if he not, has, like, multiple personality or something like that? And, like, real Matt... What if he doesn't even play basketball? Have we seen him in a jersey? Cheating. Mike, if he's not cheating, what if that's where he's been going? To his parents' house. Marieda. <laughs> Parelio. Bad boy car detail. Come for the paint job. Stay for the drama. That's ah, right. Oh, that's, that's right. Big... Matt, you're getting great ideas I love it. over here. I love it. Oh, they should just watch our show because we just we just <laughs> made the whole business right now. We just did it. All right. And then so essentially they go to the childhood home, which is completely uninteresting because it's like, I mean, there's my house. And we don't live there anymore. Like, okay, cool. Yeah. And then somehow that causes Amber to say that she can trust him more now because he's being more trusting of her. But how is he trusting her more? He hasn't said what he had a cute story of him and his sister like standing in a tree right. or something, and his sister made fun of him. Uh, you literally well, that's just the most generic description of exactly. a sibling relationship that you could possibly get that's everybody's sibling even though I have none I, that, <laughs> I Garrett we just talked to your okay. little sister sorry your big sister earlier well, today even though she's shorter even though than she's me. shorter than you <laughs> shout out to Camille Camille hey. shorter big sister but uh, did you guys play when you were little Oh, yeah, we mess around with Did each other. Did you make other. fun of each other? Oh, tons, yeah. Just like Matt. I mean, what a coincidence. <laughs> Amazing. So, Calling me grandma. I, 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 <laughs> tell me if you got a different take on this, but I had zero understanding of how he is trusting her more. I I told you, like, I think something, well, that's what I'm saying. It was there an edit that we're not right. getting Amber? Like, and if See, not. If there's, I'm sorry to cut you off. I was just no, no, off, no, no, no. That's just, <laughs> why are you cutting no, me off? No, shut up, no, shut up, shut Mike. Up. <laughs> I'm saying if I think Amber wants this so bad yeah. that she just really is almost a Matt apologist at this point. She's like, wow, we went to his home and just 
He said things. He just trusts me so much with this intimate information. But he said nothing. You don't know anything else about his family unless, like you said, it's on the cutting room floor. Yeah, or if it's like one of those off-camera, because you know a lot of their talks be happening now off-camera. So what if he had a talk with her saying like, okay, you've been making me look really bad, Amber. So let's actually build me up and make me look good. From now on, this is what you're going to do and say. Yeah, (laughs) Because literally, she's just been saying everything or just letting him talk and she just been shutting up. Yeah, it's weird because, well, because she's an open book anyway. Yeah. Because she's told him everything. He's seen the family, her twin, all this stuff. What else does he want to know? He probably doesn't want to know anything else anyway. <laughs> he doesn't, clearly. The guy is a mystery. It's amazing. I'm really excited to see if anything evolves from this. Ugh, Matt. <laughs> On to... Guys, in case you didn't know this, our third couple, <laughs> Keith and Iris. Oh, it's be done. Oh, Ryan! Producer Ryan is in the chat. Hey! What's up, buddy? What's up? <laughs> Get producer Jonathan on camera, on video. You guys are on camera. We've been having our producers here at AfterBuzz <laughs> be on camera a lot more. Or Let me correct that. I have been. <laughs> just He's the been trapping them. Ryan, go get Jonathan on camera. Guys, if you didn't know this, Iris is a virgin. <laughs> I had no idea. Ah, I thought we were over talking about this constantly, <laughs> but as everybody's putting red flags, red flags, red flags in the chat for Matt and Amber. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Okay, so we start Keith and Iris's segment with them doing Caribbean dance exercises. Do you hey. dance this? Listen, I hey. never did Caribbean dance, but they were really giving me like a birthday idea. My birthday's coming up September 14th. Just oh, hey. Um, I want to do like a twerking class. That seems like so much do fun. Do twerking classes exist? Yes. That sounds like a straight bachelorette party idea. That like they go is drinking and they go to twerk class or like the pole dancing class. I That's took a good that idea. from one of my other birthdays, a pole dancing one. Wow. It's so much fun. So grab What's a group of my girls. What's with you and the sexual birthday party things? Because it's my birthday. All right. Hey, hey Keith. So a little it, Deanna right here. I heard you questioning <laughs> it, Keith. So um, come to my birthday. <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, that sounds awesome. The twerk birthday party. I mean, that sounds amazing. I'm there. So they do Caribbean dance and... This is, I took a quote, this is probably 90% accurate, what Iris says, it feels so awkward to be doing these things to my husband. No, it should not, okay? This is what we're saying over and over again with this couple. Look, you did way less in this nice Caribbean woman's dance studio than any random person at any nightclub on a given Friday or Saturday. You're going up to strangers. You're grinding, Dan. Everybody's all sweating. It's that no one cares. The fact that you can't, you like have this problem just like physically touching this poor guy. Mm -mm. It's, it's okay. So we talked about this. I think, and again, I respect, I respect the virginity thing. I do. I'm tired of hearing about it, but I respect it. Okay. However, we're at the point in their relationship now, and we talked about this right before the show. Mm-hmm. They're five to six weeks in. In a normal dating relationship, you you probably would have had sex by now. So we're past the whole, it's a stranger, it's a new mm-hmm. relationship, blah, blah, blah. First of all, you're married. You guys decided to actually get married. So you're immediately progressing your relationship more quickly. Yeah. 
but we're at the point in time now in a normal relationship where you probably have had sex with the person. If you're in an exclusive relationship or even if you're just dating for that long, you've probably taken that next step. So I know I wasn't here last week, but just from my take on it, mm-hmm. the fact that she can't even do a fun, sexy, intimate game thing without being grossed out or like laughing and yeah. making Keith feel awkward about it. It's just showing her immaturity. And I just thought it was on display that much more at the dance class. Yeah. And it honestly makes me think about, seriously, and I asked this last week, what has she done? Because she says she's done more other stuff. So now I'm kind of like, what is your idea of other stuff now? Because you are now even finding dancing to be inappropriate. Like, I'm, I mean, unless he was, like, turned off by it, then I would feel a little awkward. Like, oh, my gosh, my husband feels turned off by yeah. me. But he was turned on by you, girl. Like, he was rocking with you and everything. So I don't understand why she was feeling like, right. oh, my gosh, this is a little weird. Like, uh Iris, like, uh, loosen up a little bit. Just loosen up a little bit. <laughs> I don't... Sorry, I took a drink at the totally wrong time there. <laughs> I don't like how mechanical she makes all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So, here's Iris, right? The expert told me to purchase edible paint, and I will place it on <laughs> pieces of my body, and then my husband will lick it off. <laughs> This is like, it's taking all the sensuality and fun out of it because it seems so mathematically calculated. We will go to this dance instructor, which will have sexually suggestive moves, and I will try them in front of my husband. Like, just flow with it. Just have a Girl, good time. you're going to a dance class with your husband, you go shake your thing. And see, everybody is saying in the chat, you guys are <laughs> totally right, that she just has a very immature, like a 13-year-old kind of mentality. Mm-hmm. I said to you in when we were watching... You know who has conversations like this? Like, how would you like to initiate sex? What should we do? Right? Is high school? Is people who've never had sex before? That's the conversation you had. I don't mm-hmm. need that with my wife, right? My wife doesn't need that with yeah, me. We no. do a little like come on, like everybody knows what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And if it's a no go, it's a no. All right, cool. All right, cool. Yeah. Don't run out and do it. But it's so calculated. That yeah. It takes all the romance, all the spontaneity, all that stuff out of it, including all these little games they're trying to play. I think that's why I was happy Viviana actually showed her how she was acting because she was doing the same thing with her hands like cringing like she's cringing why why are you cringing it shouldn't be a cringing thing when you're talking about it with your husband and i understand this on tv but again you signed up to be on television so (laughs) everybody in the chat 100 percent, you guys are on top of it Yolanda said, let's stop talking about her being a virgin and let's talk about how she can finally let go and trust her husband. She's not really diving into the experience and can't even kiss the guy without feeling some type of way. That's exactly what we're saying. She won't let herself go at all. It doesn't have to be sexual intercourse, but it just seems Mm -hmm. like she's so... But again, let's take it back, guys. We know she's done other stuff. Has she? She now said I'm just so, like... <laughs> but it certainly doesn't seem like it, right? right. I mean, the guys she's done stuff with before, does she know them for like 20 years or something? I mean, how long does she date somebody before you're, you know, not sex, but hooking up and, and being intimate, be physically intimate? Okay, because she was covering up with that dice game. Yeah. <laughs> she said no. <laughs> no, no, no. Kimberly's right. How's she going to have all these kids she wants? <laughs> okay. uh. Exactly. So At this patient. Mm. How old are, how, is she, how old is Iris again? She's twenty seven. Twenty seven. Okay. So Dr. Viana comes over. This is what I didn't understand. 
Dr. Viviana puts some of the blame on Keith, right? And Mm -hmm. says that it's nice that he's willing to wait or go slow, but it's really on both of them. That to me, sex therapist, I didn't understand that. To me, it's completely contradictory. What do you want this guy to do? Or say, because like his... He made it perfect sense. He didn't want to put pressure on her. And I guarantee you, if he would have pushed her, Iris would have been, like, running for the hills. Because she's already kind of, like, cringing at, like, the questions and stuff. I guarantee you, if he would have said, like, Iris, come on. Like, just, like, let's do this or something. I feel like Iris would have took more offense to it. I don't know that we can actually say this on air. But everybody is putting in the chat what she... They're saying what she says she has done. Oh, okay. So everybody can read that in the chat. I don't think we can say that on air. Screenshot <laughs> that so I can but see. But let me pass it over to Lanisha. Yeah, I want to know. If that's true, and I don't, I'm not sure where you guys, somebody put in the chat where she said that. Maybe if it was on Unfiltered or whatever, put where she said that. But if that's true. Letter then, starts with an O. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> there Perfect. That, that's a great way. Thank you so much. <laughs> Just rescued me right there. I don't know what to say. So Natasha says she said on, she said that on Unfiltered. So if that's true, what's with all the cringiness then? Right. I, it doesn't make any sense. It really doesn't. And my my thing is like, so in your head, what is your definition of that? Because, <laughs> yeah, I mean, and you could keep saying it's the camera, but what about those times that you're off camera? Clearly, Matt and Amber could do stuff off camera. Sure. So why haven't they tried? And stuff we off said camera? that when we were watching it too. It's not just on camera because mm-hmm. they would obviously say as much right? right like i just don't like the cameras being here with, and yeah. that's completely understandable and i would have been fine but we're, of course yeah <laughs> he would have been fine i mean yeah i don't want to hook up with my wife with cameras all over the place either like it totally makes sense yeah but it's not happening Mm-mm. but it has happened for her in the past unless she's lying and uh, I, I could i could see her lying I to see try it. to show for what it's worth, and it's almost stupid, but a little more cred that she's not such a virgin. If people are making fun of her, and you know how people, you know how people posture like, "Oh yeah, well I've done this, that, even if they haven't, just try to brag." But that doesn't it make, could be that. I, I don't even see that because then that wouldn't make sense. That wouldn't be. Then again, a lot of these couples don't make sense to me. So <laughs> it's it's weird for it that to be a strategy. I don't. I don't get it. And I think I think it's just her not using the right terminolo- terminology and just getting all of her definitions crossed. G says she's probably doing a lot off camera. I mean, no, I don't think I don't think she Keith is. Don't look by the judge of Keith's face. He she is not doing things off camera. Because <laughs> to this show's credit, I don't think the experts really push them into uncomfortable territory sexually. Mm-hmm. So if they were saying yeah, our sex life is great and progressing in private away from the cameras. Yeah. I think they would fully support that and say, that's fantastic. Like, tell us a little bit more what's yeah. going on. We'll help guide you a little bit more. Mm-hmm. You don't want that to be shown. And that makes a lot of sense. The girl couldn't even tell her fantasies. I'm just saying. She couldn't even say her fantasies to Keith. Like, <laughs> And then and then the doctor says it's okay to fantasize. I'm saying, uh, no, it's not. Because <laughs> why are we just... <sighs> Just fantasizing is just tricking each other and just it's it's the biggest tease possible where there's no reason to fantasize. There's a there should be a ready willing spouse right there I'm to sure. do stuff with. And she, it, it doesn't have to be intercourse. 
there's plenty of stuff that you could do for physical intimacy Listen. and she's cringy mm-hmm. at all of it I'm sure she has watched plenty of movies and shows where she's like, ooh, that's my man. Ooh, that, like how I'm watching Married at First Sight and I'm looking at Keith and be like, ooh, that's my man. Mm-hmm. Yup, that's my man. <laughs> when, when, when anybody else, is anybody else, maybe I'm just <laughs> twisted in my mind. Anybody else when Dr. Viviana came over and pushed that video down and was like, we're just going to watch a little video, thought they were going to watch porn. I this thought like, that. Here's some instructions, <laughs> Iris. This is how it works. <laughs> we're just going to watch a little fun video. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I thought it was going to be amazing. And then let's get into what everybody was talking about at the beginning of this video because this is just Ooh. obnoxious. Part of their little homework. I don't know why I did that. But <laughs> homework. If you guys are just listening to us on iTunes, <laughs> I just did a weird thing with my hands. Well, I'll watch the video to find out what it was. What, part of their little homework was to tell each other a secret. So here we go. Here's the build up, right? And we were joking about what it possibly could be. Like, it was going to be some real dirty stuff or something, like, out of nowhere, like, out of left mm-hmm. field. You should play the sexy music. Yeah, do we have some kind of music for this? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Here it is. Here is Iris's secret. One time, probably in grade school, when she was on the bus, she had no pockets. Ooh. She had an outfit with no pockets. Ooh. And she had some change. Oh. Where did she put the change? No pockets. She put it in her mouth. Oh. The bus probably hit a bump, and she swallowed a quarter. Whoa. Wow. That was deep. What a secret. That was what deep. What a secret. That was deep. And she said all this <laughs> unironically, thinking she was really telling a secret. <laughs> Who can- Oh, so embarrassing. For a kid to swallow something dumb? I thought the story was going to end that she reacquired said quarter when it had finished its journey. That's embarrassing-ish. That is embarrassing, but I thought it's it was going to be she swallowed a, corner, a quarter and a, a lifeguard came and sucked it right out of her mouth. But no. She swallowed a quarter. <laughs> she, she was a kid that swallowed something stupid. Which anybody who has kids or nephews, you know that happens all the time. It goes in their nose <laughs> everywhere. Goes everywhere. In their <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Natasha says she swallowed more than a quarter. Yep. Probably, but not on school bus. No. This is ridiculous. And then Keith, <laughs> literally, I feel like you saw Keith's, that was the moment when Keith was like, what am I doing? The heck? What is my life? She can't even do this intimacy exercise for real. And like, I would have probably been joking about that. I wouldn't have been mad at it. Here's This is what got me mad. When she said, that's it. That's all the secret you're getting from me. Yeah. That's when I got mad. I felt like she should have been like, all right, we're starting little by little back and forth. I told you a little secret. You could tell me a fun secret and then we'll go deeper and deeper. But no, that's it. That's all her secrets. Look, I understand. I understand if she wants to keep her secret a secret. But there's a way to do this with producers Yeah, to say, we want to do this exercise we want to do in private. The intimacy stuff is hard for me. I'm a virgin, obviously. And we keep it in private. Okay, tell the secret in private. And then you yeah. get an ITM of Keith saying, you know, she opened up to me. She, we shared the secrets and it really brought us closer together. Awesome. We love it. Instead, Producer we get this Mike stu- in the building, guys. You know, come on. <laughs> Instead, we get this dumb quarter thing. And then fine, they go to his childhood home, which is still his parents' house. Uninteresting. <laughs> we get thrown again about his poor grandma who passed away. I don't want to go into it because I like that's super serious stuff, and we have full respect. I like to keep it out of this because we like yeah. making fun of him. But you know, full respect. And basically, 
their segment ends with his mom sitting down with him and being like, does Iris actually make you happy? It is no answer. Um, because he, she he doesn't. Says, um, he says, um, uh, no. And he says, he's like, I don't know, not real. The hesitation right there, it speaks volumes. Yeah. But he wasn't really honest with his mom because he said that it was the emotional. He said it was the emotionally they're not connecting when it's really just sexually. And I feel like his mom could have gave him a better answer if she had known specifically like what's going on. Right. And I get it. You know, you don't really want to talk about it with your mom or your dad. But I'm saying like, I think emotionally they're fine. I think it's more so in that department where it's just they like I I agree with him. They're sexually not at the same level mentally with that. Got a lot of a lot of good comments from you guys in the chat. Sujin says, and she was so serious about the secret too. Like only my mom and the doctor knows. <laughs> yeah, like anybody cares. And then really good observation from G Rochelle Alexander. What if Keith told his secret? And he got so upset because he felt like he shared something uh-huh. deeply private and she's talking about the stupid quarter. Oh, that would, okay. Makes a lot of sense. That would be, make more sense why Makes he got mad so early. Makes a lot of sense. Guys, I mean, that's that's it with them. We got to move on because we're running out of time. And of course, we got to talk about these two nutballs. Yes. So, Elizabeth and Jamie. Okay. Shut up! <laughs> where where do you start? So, okay, the stupid thing with NASCAR. She, let's be totally fair. She was being real rude. The guy was trying to explain what they were doing, but that was funky. It was, I almost thought for a second that the show was editing in his voice to make her look worse. Let's go with what we saw. She was mm-hmm. being a little bit rude because she was talking over the guy. But then out of nowhere, Jamie comes with us. Would you shut up? Would you shut up for five minutes? Yeah. Okay. This is so dumb on his part because here's two quick things. <laughs> go for it. One. <laughs> Why is he standing on the other side of the crowd away from his wife? That's just, a, that's just a stupid look right off the bat, right? And two, if he hadn't been doing that stupid thing and he was standing right next to his wife, he could just do what my wife does to me all the time because I never shut up. Yeah. <laughs> just be like, stop. You're trying to explain. Stop. Exactly. Just like something real quiet. Not a big deal. Like, dear. That's what my wife would do. She would laugh. She would nudge. We'd go, dear, stop. Something like that. Not so epic. Not such a big deal, right? I- because to be fair... She is talking when she shouldn't be talking. Let the guy explain the rules. The guy's just trying to do his job, right? Mike, I thought you were going to say Uh-oh. that it was a dumb thing because he knows how I not Iris. He knows how Elizabeth is. Oh my gosh! Oh, well, I mean, come, well, that's a given. Yeah, like, I, absolutely. That, that was too. so dumb of him. Why would you say say this to out of everybody? You know, Elizabeth is explosive. Yeah. Why would you say that to her? Yeah. No, I mean that that's a given. That, I mean I, that's just a given. Sorry, I didn't even think I needed to say that. But yes, no, absolutely. I thought you were going to talk about no, you're her. absolutely right. <laughs> Completely. You guys are going off in the chat, of course. See you who's. He doesn't respect her. And Turner says it looked edited. It did look a little oddly edited, to be fair. Mm-hmm. It did. But if we're just going off what we see, that's what we see. I mean, uh, Mr. Oliwoda, Jamie is so over her. He doesn't care anymore. Marietta says Jamie is emotionally abusive. Look, we're, we're going to get into it in the last few minutes we've got. Because I honestly, I don't like Jamie. I don't mm-hmm. like him. I don't like them together. I don't like him that much separately. I think he's really boring, and I I don't really I can't really read him. So mm-hmm. okay, they had that little fight. She, to be fair, kind of pouts and doesn't participate in the thing. I kind of understand that. Her bad look is that she blew up and said, "I was told to shut up, so I'm not doing that." That does make her look bad in front of the couples as well. I understand. Uh. 
You don't think because look, here's why. I think it just makes the whole situation that much more awkward. She doesn't have to participate. She has every right to be mad and stuff like that. It does. It, it doesn't make her look good. It just makes everybody else feel more awkward. And I think you could be the bigger person and handle it privately, like Jamie did not do. Mm, like going off on him in private. Of course, mm, yeah. And yeah like, and she's totally in the right to do that. Of, mm-hmm. But you know what? It would just be kind of like fine. Like I'm, I'm just going to go sit in the office. Yeah, I'm going to completely mean, I- remove myself from the situation. I would love to say that, like, obviously the responsible thing to do is handle that in privacy. Yeah. But I'm trying to imagine how I would be because I am, like, in my emotions right then and there, too. And I probably would have actually said it right there when he told me to shut up and made it even a bigger deal. Like, did you just... Who are you talking to? And then I probably would have smacked him in front of everybody. Like, you going to embarrass me in front of everybody? Oh, you must think I'm a fool. (laughs) You must think I'm a fool. Yeah, so I'm that that woman. Guys, say Lanisha, watch out. Keith, it's okay. Don't get, don't get you don't have to worry about that. You're not like Jamie. You won't You're not tell like me. Jamie. You're, You're not like Jamie. smarter than Jamie, so you don't have to worry about that. And what I dis- <laughs> what I disagree with her about is when you know when they get back to the apartment. Of course, they're still arguing. All this crap. She's flipping the table. Mm-hmm. Don't hurt the cameraman. By the way, he didn't do anything. Yeah. Don't hit the cameraman's equipment. That's not cool. What I don't <laughs> agree with is Elizabeth saying that she was so upset that no one else had her back. Hmm. That's getting into dicey territory. Yeah. I don't need to step into somebody else's relationship and make it even more awkward or anything yeah. like that. I feel like my job as a friend, and they're not even really friends. They don't know each other anyway. Nah. My job as a friend is to just kind of stay out of it and, and kind of divert. Let's, let's, let's talk about something else. Let's make the situation less awkward. They can be awkward, but the rest mm-hmm. of us can still have fun. It's not really my job to be like, Jamie, you're a jerk. And like, what are you doing? You know, that's not. Guys, No. They got to yeah. deal with it. I know they got to deal with it. Again, knowing my personality, I probably would have made it like a side comment, like a little, ooh, what you, ooh, what did you just say to you? Like, you know, yeah. where you know, like, did he really just say that to you? Oh, did you really just? <laughs> <laughs> just knowing how I am personally. But um, as far as giving an advice, like saying, don't talk like that to your wife. Yeah. Yeah, no. I, I, I think, that, I think that's kind of out of line. Mine would have been more of like a side. Well, I would have been like, you know, what do they call it? The hype person. <laughs> the person that, you're, that. You're the flavor flame yeah, of relationship the one uh, that puts arguments. A, puts a little flame in it, like a little. What did he just say the fire, to you? Stoking yeah, the fire. like what did he just say to you, girl? That's you. You that's gonna you. let him talk to you like that? So <laughs> then, of course, Viviana comes over. But by that point, Elizabeth <laughs> had locked herself in the door, in the room, and didn't want any part of it. And they really played up. Yeah. The B word thing for editing and I hate, I hate it when they do that it's just pointless and then we're disappointed that she didn't get in a fight with Dr. Viviana because that would have been something interesting but okay she gets to go outside they talk and essentially they come to this thing of they use over and over again this threat of divorce this threat of leaving the relationship mm-hmm. as just a tactic to have the other person say no I want to be with you and get this weird reassurance and they go through you know, all the better ways they can be reassuring to each other without the threat of divorce or separation or something like that. But it's all for naught because right again later in the episode, mm-hmm. they're driving back from her hometown, which was pretty moving. We see she came from nothing. Her parents worked really hard. You know, American Dream style stuff. That's awesome. It's inspiring. Yada, yada. Great. <laughs> but they come back in the car 
and immediately get into it again over the race car, the NASCAR stuff. Not surprised. And right away, he says, if you can't do that, then I'm not going to let this marriage... Literally, the exact thing the therapist said to not do, they go right back to it. Mike, this... Let me tell you, this is a roller coaster of repeat because every time an expert tells them what not to do, they make up, they kiss, and then they do the exact opposite of what the experts do. This ain't new for Jamie and Elizabeth. This is this is the same dance. And then when she was showing him the her place and everything, and she was crying. I was looking at Jamie like, dang, no hug, no not even yeah. holding hands. He's like, no, this is very moving. I, I really appreciate you. That is very... And that's my thing with him. Is he's constantly monotone. He doesn't show emotion one way or the other. I get right. that he needs to balance her out because she's wackadoo emotion, right? And that's true. But you can have inflection in your voice and things like that. You don't have to be like a robot. One of yeah. the best comments all night. And Turner, the pets were looking at Elizabeth like they, she was crazy. Yes, yeah, they were. I told you this. Guys, the pets very quickly took Jamie's side in this whole argument. Maybe they just wanted a laugh to sit on. But as soon as she got out, the pets were on Jamie. And remember, he doesn't really like the dogs to begin with. What Listen, is that saying? Come on. I think the pets are really saying, like, dude, you, finally, somebody that gets it. We have to deal with this all the time. Right. <laughs> and I, the, let's just finish with this car ride argument home. They're both, you know. It didn't need, again, I think I just, I feel like I'm a broken record. This yeah. stuff doesn't need to be so epic. Basically, she said, I'm not sorry about what I, like, I, I was a jerk to everybody and, and, and I don't regret it because I think if I can, inter- if I can Beth interpret here, she's saying I was in the moment. That's what I was feeling. And there's a lot of people out there who don't regret that kind of stuff. That's mm-hmm. the way it was. It might not have been the best look, but I did it. Like I did it and I, I can't take it back. So why regret it? And Jamie just thought this was the most egregious offense that Her anybody usual. could ever do. How could you not, you know, blah, blah. And honestly, if I'm one of the other people there, um, some rando couple that I don't really know that well, they're not ruining my time anyway. I got to ride and race cars. I don't care if y'all are fighting. It doesn't affect my life. So I get I get where she's coming from. I don't really agree for myself. I'd be a little embarrassed probably if I did that and would probably want to apologize. And no one, again, no one really cares. But for him to think this is like some, I mean, divorce worthy stuff yeah. and just to start another fight, you know, if it's me, I kind of say, really? Like you don't, I don't know. I, I kind of felt embarrassed for my part. Like I feel bad. Like why don't, how come you don't feel bad? Ask, yeah. why don't you, how come? That's, that seems odd because you, you seem to think that yeah. it was wrong. Or at least throw in because I, I mean, I didn't really hear him tell her. I heard him tell Greg, um, but I didn't really hear her tell say like, "Well, I'm sorry for telling you to shut up." I know, like, did you guys hear that? Yeah. I didn't hear him apologize to her at all no. for that. So I would he have really least spun said it, co- didn't he? Exactly. He really spun it when he, it's really he's the one who started this whole thing. If he hadn't said shut up, if he hadn't said shut up twice. Yeah. None, none of the rest of this stuff would have go, gone down. So he pushed I, that button. He is. I have noticed this in other arguments, and we've talked about it. Mm-hmm. He is good at turning stuff around and playing a little bit of the victim when he is definitely part of the instigation. Mm-hmm. And I everybody in the chat agree. Mm-hmm. Everybody in the chat is really on track and on point with the pets because they're <laughs> like. She needs to take a cue from her pets and calm down. And yeah, the pets. Uh, the pets know more than we give them credit for. Yeah. Wow. 
They're they're important. Everybody has a dog. Sandy, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Nancy says, Mike, don't you think she's playing? Yep, there you go. Mike, don't you think? I was like, what is Lanisha doing over there? Mike, don't you think she's playing up the cray-cray for the cameras? That's a great question. Nancy. Um, I think that's maybe, her personality. But <laughs> what, to what end? So... My, my mentality on it is if you're going to play up to the cameras, if you're going to put on some kind of persona, it's going to benefit you somehow. And this does not make her look good whatsoever. Mm-mm. You know, I don't think Jamie treats her the bestest. And like Jack Glenn just said, he's very passive aggressive. I think that's very true. I don't like how he turns the stuff around. But her flying off the handle does nothing for her image. It doesn't make her look good. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make her like crazy passionate about their relationship and just she's so into it this weird hot cold thing is very strange I do want to touch on one more point producer Jonathan is going to get mad at us because we're running out of time (laughs) I want to talk about one more point that the therapist brought up that I highly agree with the use of sex as a bargaining tool or a reward or punishment I disagree with yeah because I don't like that intimacy in a relationship being made a reward or a punishment or something like that that should be you know in and of itself just I'm doing a bad job of explaining this but a separate thing it shouldn't mm-hmm. be punitive because it's such a special thing between a couple that yeah. I, I don't think it should be punitive or, or something it like that it should be used for control if it's a reward in like a jokey like, like a like a gamey way a jokey way like the coupons or something like that's cute like I get it but this I don't know hardcore- about that leash that was weird, guys. Mm. Why did she bring a leash? Why is the leash on the coupons? Mm. I don't know. I But I also disagree with saying we're not going to have sex for five days. Yeah. Like these weird time limit things. I, like if you're not in the mood, you're not in the mood. But this weird time limit thing, I just, I, I just wanted to toss that out there because I thought it was really strange. We ended with the coupon being used and <laughs> it involves the leash somehow. I don't know what Jamie redeemed, but... Yeah. yeah, it sounds submissive. Yeah, no, definitely. I'm not. I already been told y'all from day one. I ain't team for them. <laughs> I was never rooting for them. <laughs> Guys, at this point, I mean, I guess we can rate the couples. Jonathan, <laughs> I can't stand them. Let's rate the couples real quick because you do have a fun bit of news that we want to get to and we're running out of time. But I mean, let's go super fast and it's just gonna start at the top and go downhill. Greg and Ziana. Oh. uh Eight and a half. I'm good with that. I was just going to go eight because I don't usually do halves with these things. I'm just going to go eight. They're going fantastic for us. They're progressing. Everything. I don't see problems at all. Matt and Amber. Ooh, zero. Really? I don't like them. I don't like them either, but I don't think I can go completely zero. I just give them like a two. I give them no hope. Okay, Keith and Iris. (laughs) Um, A little bit more hope. I'll give them a six. That's a lot of more hope. Yeah, I have hope. I'm not feeling Maybe. it. Maybe. I'm going to, you know, you're you're pulling me up a little bit. I'm going to go four. I just, I, I think Keith is going to get real sick and tired of the whole routine and just be done with it. Listen, if I'm wrong, I, I'm, I, Keith, <laughs> call me. Oh my God. People are putting out, oh, Greg and Deanna nines. Oh, that's right. I forgot we're on a little <laughs> bit of delay. I was like, no way. Keith Iris nine. Okay, good. And, uh, and then finally, I mean, Elizabeth and Jamie. Oh, psh, two. You give them some, you give them more hope than Matt and Amber. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. 
At least they're toxic. Like no, that's I don't know. fair. It's I mean, like real. You, know what? you changed my mind. I got I got to stick with you. I'm, I'll mm-hmm. give them five because I'm gonna give them higher than Matt and Amber too because yeah. they're they might be just this masochistic relationship. They just want to keep going with each other. Yeah, it's not healthy. They shouldn't all. do it. But uh, I don't know. Well, that's it, guys. Let us know in the comments and everything what you guys think. Your ratings for our couples, as always, producer Jonathan is taking a look at them and compiling the data <laughs> in an amazing chart. But before we go, real quick. Jonathan, we've got a little bit of news. We do, you guys. Now, we've been talking about married... Oh, yes. Yeah, you deserve it. (laughs) Okay. You know, you guys, we've been talking about married at first sight, and you get the opportunity to be on Married at First Sight. What? They are casting. What? They are casting for Married at First Sight in New Orleans. Yeah, you guys could be meeting your Prince Charming or your princess at the very first kiss and be as wonderful as Jamie and Elizabeth. (laughs) <laughs> and hook them up where they can go to sign up. Because, so, guys, if you are in New Orleans, Louisiana, and you want to get an arranged marriage, and you want Lanisha and I to talk about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. And we'll talk about you guys. And you guys can come on the show with us. And give us the deets. Now, you guys could go on either Married at First Sight Instagram or Twitter. But if you guys don't have that, you guys could go on M-A-F-S NOLA, N-O-L-A, dot casting crane dot com. Amazing, amazing. Guys, go and sign up. I'm excited for this season. I'll tell you why. Bourbon Street is going to be there. And there's a lot more opportunity with anybody who's gone down to New Orleans like I have to get a lot of debauchery going on Bourbon Street. So it should be much more interesting than the locales we've had in the past. Yes? Yes. I love it. So sign up. Let us know what it's like. Guys, sign up and make it happen, man. I mean, this is your entry. Love, love one it. and make babies. <laughs> <laughs> and you can be a success for you. Well, I mean, hey, we did it, guys. This is one more week in the books. We actually, our recording got cut off, so we don't have any predictions because we didn't get to see the coming attractions for next week. But, no. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it's just going to be much more of the same. Until then, my friend and amazing co-host, Lanisha, where can they find you? You guys, you guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Lanisha, spelled L-A-N-I-S-H-A-914. Oh, and you guys can also find me on the after show of Love and Hip Hop. You didn't know I was going to do this, but producer Jonathan, what's your handle? Where can they find you? Oh, shoot. Uh, <laughs> JMolten87. That's what's up, guys. Yeah. My name is Mike Thielen. You can find me everywhere at Mike Thielen. Until next week, go and rip off a coupon for your loved one. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.